we welcome into the program from the Waco Tribute Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good afternoon. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing terrific. So, Bryce, I'm going to assume baseball and softball in Central Texas probably washed today. And as these guys uh, finish up the the season and, and move down the stretch, uh, so it's going to be a busy week next week, I would assume. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of uh, issues, haven't we, in, in uh, 2021? You know, if it's not uh, snow, it's rain or COVID <laughs> or whatever it might be. It's it's pretty crazy. And uh, I think, you know, the regional track meets over at Midway are dealing with the same issue. I'm not far from Midway High School myself. And uh, the weather report at my house has been, it's been coming down. <laughs> <laughs> you you mentioned regional track. How does that affect? I'm, I'm going to assume if it's not too terribly bad, they'll run in the rain. But if there's lightning, obviously, they have to stop. Correct. Uh, I, I was talking with Tom Hill the other day. And, of course, Tom, I think, is running every, you know, local high school event, you know, in, in, the, in the city right now, you know, in terms of, like, he was doing regional golf. Uh, now he's doing regional track. I think next week he has regional tennis. And then uh, the TAP state track meet next weekend. But, uh, yeah, he said that they would go to a rolling schedule first, uh, you know, because he was expecting rain uh, today. And then, um, you know, adjust accordingly thereafter. Probably eliminate some prelims maybe. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's switch gears. And, and I want to uh, – you and I – talked about this today and let's talk a little bit about the acrobatics and, and tumbling for just a second the uh, uh baylor is going to be uh competing for a national championship tonight and you were telling me earlier today just how exciting this can be when you go out and, and watch it in person it, it really is i mean and uh you know i give a lot of credit uh for that to uh felicia mulkey i mean she essentially with uh, you know maybe a, a few other coaches created the sport she's the sports james naismith um and so you know it, it only makes sense that they tend to win a lot because you know she she basically uh came up with the sport out of thin air but uh but no it takes it incorporates a lot of gymnastics uh you know competitive cheerleading and uh what they might call this is going to make me sound like i really know what i'm talking about power tumbling Ooh. um yeah you know it's it's basically uh tumbling but powerful i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well no, of course it, it, it really is it really is entertaining uh coach fee got me to come out several years back uh, to cover a match, and and once I did, I was like, okay, I'm our acrobatics and tumbling beat writer now, because <laughs> uh, you know it it really is entertaining, and it's kind of I will say this: if you're coming out for the first time, um, stick around to the end. You know, if if you think, oh man, this is this is not quite you know as exciting as I thought, it's it's backloaded. Okay, the best stuff is at the end. Um, you know, it, it could start out maybe a little slow, uh, but toward the end, uh, the uh, penultimate event of, of the uh, of the meet is the tumbling, and the tumbling is really, you know, pretty entertaining. And then the, the last event of everything is uh, the team routine, and that is just like uh, gymnastics on steroids. I mean, and I'm not saying that they're taking steroids. <laughs> I'm saying it's just you got – 
uh, athletes flipping around in every direction. And just the uh, choreography of all of that so that they don't run into each other because you got them going from this direction and that direction. I mean, uh, it's pretty incredible. I, I was hoping to get an example from him, from Jerry Hill tomorrow on this, but we'll, we'll work on that later. So here's my question. When, when, when we come out to watch, can you, do you kind of pick up on, on what's going on early? I mean, can, can you kind of comprehend on, Hey, other than just I mean, can you figure it out as you go? Yeah. So they've done a, a really smart thing with this sport and, and they've been doing this, I think really since, you know, since I've been coming out, uh, which is several years now and, and they continue to do it. Cause I think they realize that probably at every meet, there's somebody that's new watching it for the first time. And so before every event, which there are six of them, um, they have a little descript- description, you know, a little video uh, that, that J-Mo did um, where he explains kind of, and it's real, it's real short. I mean, it's not long, but it just says, okay, now you're, we're going into the acro event. And what the judges look for here is, you know, this, this, and this. And so, yeah, you are able to kind of follow along. And I think just like if you watch gymnastics, uh, you know, during the Olympics and you may not know that much about gymnastics, you're able to go, ooh, she wobbled, you know, ooh, she fell down, you know, that, that's not good, you know. Uh, and it's the same thing, you know, watching this deal. Uh, and they really are incredible athletes. Uh, you know, the bases – uh, who you know the ones that that lift up the other girls in the in the pyramids and such are some of the strongest athletes I've ever seen. Honestly, just for their size and stuff. I mean, they're lifting a human being over their you know their head, so that's pretty impressive. Bryce, so uh, word on the street is if Baylor wins tonight and they beat Azuzu Pacific, you and Jerry Hill are gonna y'all got some special dance moves. <laughs> so, so this. Yes, I guess so. Uh, Fee, <laughs> you know, I'll just put it this way. You can't say no to Fee. She's, she's like, really nice and really sweet. And uh, so uh, several, a couple of years ago, I guess, 2019, when they won their last title, it got around to her that I have the capability of doing a cartwheel, uh, you know, even despite being an overweight 47-year-old man. Uh, I, I, I am, you know, I'm sort of like John Belushi. I'm, I'm, I'm nimble for my girth, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, Jerry danced and I, I did some cartwheels in the background and, and that was that. And, uh, I, I think we've been, you know, committed to, uh, to do that again if they win. Better you than me. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I hope there's that. video. I hope there's video. There yeah, has to be video. Be video. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the softball team, they're, they're headed up to Ames. Actually, they're get, they're underway right now. Uh, this is going to be a really big game, a really big series in general. And Iowa State in particular, when you when you think about Sami Williams and what she's able to do at the plate, she has more home runs by herself than the Baylor team does in general. How do you think the Baylor pitchers approach her? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, you know, I I was talking with with John Werner about this series. You know, he covers softball for us, and uh, and he was like, they're zero and nine, but uh, but Glenn says, you know, they're they're really a pretty tough team, and and I think you know if you look at who Iowa State has played in conference so far, they played essentially the three best teams in the Big Twelve. So yeah, this is a huge series. 
for uh, the Lady Bears. And, you know, I think it's been kind of an uneven season, I would say, so far for Glenn Moore's team. And, you know, as far as you mentioned the pitching, I don't think it's been the kind of season they wanted from, from Gia Radoni. So, you know, this is an opportunity for her, I think, just like, you know, uh, Baylor baseball and talking with them yesterday about, you know, uh, yeah, these are challenges, but they're also opportunities. So, um, you know, they, they really do need to go and probably win this series if, if they want a, a legitimate chance of, of making an NCAA tournament. And on the softball side, they've got a busy and huge week next week. And it, and it all starts with the, the number one team in the country in Oklahoma coming in for a midweek doubleheader. Yeah, you know, they, they uh, postponed that thing uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure they would have liked to probably just postponed it to 2022 because <laughs> uh, those Sooners are, man, they mash the ball, don't they? I mean, they just hit, like, home run after home run. And uh, our editor at the at the Trib is a big OU fan and a big softball fan, and uh, he's been griping about they don't have enough pitching. And it's like, dude, do you need pitching if you're hitting 10 home runs every game? Exactly. I, mean, uh, I don't think they've lost a game as far as the last time I looked. So, well, uh, when yeah, you're number was, one, there's not many more places. Yeah, when you're number one, there's not many more places. Where, where can you go? I mean, you know. So right. Yeah. Baseball wise, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Coach Rod's team. To me, this is a monumentally huge series. Is that a word? It is now. Uh, th- this is this is an important series, a road series for the Bears. Yeah, you know, I, I think in past conversations that we've had, we've talked about, you know, the Bears potentially needing to win a series that, uh, that maybe they weren't supposed to. And this is an opportunity to do that. Um, you know, they also have a series later on at, at Oklahoma State, which would be another one of those. I think, you know, series like – K-State at home and OU at home. I think, you know, you kind of expect Baylor to at least take two out of three, in, you know, in those series. But this is a chance if, you, if you're if you able to go out to Lubbock and get a series win against a very, very tough tech team, uh, that, to me, probably solidifies your NCAA tournament chances. Um, I saw a projection earlier this week by D1 Baseball that had Baylor in the field, but had them as one of the last five teams in the field. Uh, so they're right on that bubble. And, you know, I think a series win, you know, in Lubbock would, would firm that up a lot. Bryce, uh, Coach Drew and them have added another grad transfer, James Akinjo from Arizona. What do you know about him, and how do you see him transitioning and fitting into this team? No, I don't know much. I mean, just other than, you know, what I've seen from his stats, he looks like a, an experienced scorer who, who can shoot the three. Uh, so, you know, I think it'll help sort of replenish that backcourt talent that they're going to be missing with the likes of Mitchell and Butler. Uh, I think, you know, ultimately I, I expect Matthew Mayer to, to be back next season, um, you know, and, and one of the focal points of the offense, but, if not, then you have, you know, Akinjo there as, like I said, an experienced guy, an all-Pac-12 type talent because, uh, you know, he has made the all-conference team for Arizona. And Arizona, you know, we know what kind of basketball program uh, they have. They've produced quite a few pros over the years. So uh, a pretty good get for Scott Drew's team. 
All right, Bryce, go limber up, buddy, because here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm sure you guys will be watching with bated breath. Oh, there's no doubt about it, brother. No doubt about it. You And you better hang a 10, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> or we will abuse you. Hey, it, uh, Bryce, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank See you, you later.